Now it is WTF time. You've been sending in your pleas for relief to mayo at bbc.co.uk. The idea here is you send us as many details as you can muster about that film you once saw, which has stayed with you for years, decades sometimes, and collectively we try and work out what the heck it was. Anna Bogutskaya and I, probably mainly Anna, let's face it, may be able to help you out. But before we start, some soothing balm has been applied to Greg from Oxford, who wrote in last week. A reminder. I once saw this movie on BBC Two in the 2000s. Homeless male lead, aged between 50 and 60, wanders the world, definitely at least Europe and Canada, befriending a variety of people, including an opera ballet director and a few women in different locations. One scene I clearly recall is when the main character is turned away from entering Russia by border guards in the middle of a snowy forest. Foreign language, possibly Polish, produced in the 1990s or the 2000s, I think. Colour. Title might start with a Z. <laughs> the title has been driving me nuts for over ten years. I need professional help. Hence this email. WTF. Now, we've had a couple of suggestions uh, for this, Greg. Uh, so listen closely, because here is Alexander, who's also in Oxford, uh, who writes, My suggestion is, and I'm going to attempt to say this, Stroyshek by Werner Herzog in which Bruno S., who was 45 at the time, stars as an alcoholic busker who leaves Berlin to, le to live with his nephew in Wisconsin and ends up visiting New York and North Carolina. To my shame as a Herzog fan, I haven't actually seen it, but I'm familiar with the plot, which made it sound like a possibility, as did the Z in the title. It misses some things in your correspondence plot summary, a ballerina, Russia, etc., and it's from earlier than they suggested. It's the 70s rather than 2000s. But perhaps those could be mixed up in, uh, in, in the memory of another film. Keep up all the good work. Down with the Nazis, etc. Alexander. Thank you for that, Alex. Um, as an alternative suggestion, we have uh, Hi from Helsinki. Hi, hi. I think Week 33 Film D is The Man Without a Past. Original title... I'm saying that wrong, but I'm going with it. About a man who arrives in Helsinki only to be viciously attacked by thugs and pronounced dead by medics. Uh, so, Greg in Oxford, your quest is clear. You need to watch both Stroyshek and The Man Without a Past and let us know if we've solved your mystery. Now on with this week's puzzlers. I'm so ready to get embarrassed. <laughs> okay, this is a very work out how much you know about film, Anna. Jason writes, <laughs> I have been struggling to identify this Spanish film about a young gay man. Being a gay man living in an Asian country, this film is one of the many queer films I watched on my phone growing up, back when iPhone 4 was new, that provided me with peace of mind that being gay is actually okay. I vaguely remember that the cities Madrid and Barcelona are mentioned in the movie, and that one of the main characters is called Mario which I'm actually not sure about. The one scene that I remember most surely is the scene where the protagonist meets his first love. The protagonist is walking with his best friend, a girl, in the woods. They run into a boy biking with a scarf round his neck. We think it's Mario. Uh, and he was in trouble with his bike. The protagonist then proceeded into a debate with the girl as to whether the guy in distress is gay. The girl gets up to the guy to speak to him, and he is only staring at the gay protagonist. The protagonist then talks to him, and helps him with his bike. It's the cutest gay love story I have ever seen uh, or ever saw at the time. 
uh, and then it uh, carries on. I've been trying to find out what the film is for years, but to no avail. Please help me out. Uh, what is this film? So I can reminisce about that lovely dovey feeling I feel watching the movie with my boyfriend. Thank you for your help in advance and tickety-tonk down with the discrimination, stigma and bigotry against being queer. So, Anna, WTF? Listen, this is going to be painful for me, I'm not going to lie. It's doubly painful because, A, 100% not getting booked on this show again. That sigh doesn't sound good. Uh, B because I I don't know if you know this about me Rufus but I'm actually Spanish so this is a doubly embarrassing that I don't know what this film oh. is I I was listening to you describe it oh, and wow. I can see the scene in my head and judging from the iPhone 4 reference maybe it's like a um, mid late 2000s because maybe 2008 2009 10 or something like that and I was going through my head for Spanish films because I was living like in in Madrid at that time so <laughs> I probably would have seen this film in the cinema and I cannot for the life of me remember it I don't know what film this is I want to know I don't know what this is a film that's kind of like I want to know I want to know too so we're sending out an APB to anyone out there who uh, whose bells are being rung by that uh, that description um Please help us. All right, let's go on to um, another one, Anna. Uh, this is from Portland and Oliver, who lives there in Oregon. Dear Boris and Natasha, thank you. I'm hoping you can help me identify a movie which provided me at a young age with not one but two recurring nightmares. Love it already. These two scenes are the only thing I remember about the film. This is of the haunted house subgenre of horror movies, probably made in the late 70s or early 80s. But the unique thing about the two scenes that terrified me is that I believe they both took place in the daytime. The first scene I recall involves someone diving into a pool. And when they come up for air, uh, the surface of the pool has turned to glass, thus trapping the swimmer who is left flailing unsuccessfully, trying to punch through the glass as they drown. Even as I read that, it is absolutely terrifying. The second scene involves people jumping in a car to flee the cursed mansion, only to find that every time they come around a corner, the road has led them right back to where they started. WTF. I'm going to say it, Anna. This sounds like a good film. Okay, so I think I'm back. I think I'm back. <laughs> She's <laughs> I think back I know in the what room. this film is. I'm not sure about the second scene. I'm back. I'm back. I'm not getting fired. <laughs> I, I'm not so sure about the, the second scene with the car going around uh, the cursed mansion, but the scene with the pool and the pool turning to glass is definitely the legacy. The legacy, uh, which, again, betraying my cat ladiness, I mostly remember for the poster, which has a cat on it. <laughs> It's a it's a 1978 uh, horror film. It's got uh, Sam Elliott, beautiful Sam Elliott, and Catherine Ross um, in it as a as an American couple, and they they have to go. I can't remember why the reason they have to go to a cursed British manor, but they have to do that. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty pretty confident that is the legacy, and it's actually been reissued on Blu-ray quite recently. So there's a nice uh, restored high quality edition of it out there nice save anna you, you you're definitely being invited back uh oliver uh, the cats helped me <laughs> yeah. oliver check out the legacy i think i think vlad has been um whispering uh, the answers to anna there definitely 
for sure. Okay, well, look, Anna is riding high here um, off the back of the uh, the previous identification. Let's see how she fares with the next one. Uh, this is from Chris from Redditch. Sometimes in the nineteen, sometime in the nineteen eighties, I watched a film at my nan's house, which I believe was an older film, as I'm pretty sure my mum and uncles, all born in the sixties, had seen it before. My memory of it is that it was black and white, although given my nan's telly was a rental that you had to put 2p in the back of to keep it going, this may have been the telly rather than the film. Anyway, the bit I remember is that the villain is after a pair of children for some reason, and near the end he's on a cliff with the children, disguised as an old woman. Already terrifying. But one of them notices his hand tattoos poking out from his disguise and foils his plan. I remember being terrified that this man was going to throw the children off the cliff. Nobody else can remember it. And thanks to the hand tattoos, the internet always tells me this is Night of the Hunter. It is not Night of the Hunter. After 30 plus years of trying to place this, I'm resigned to taking the mystery to my grave. But you never know, a miraculous Dr. K intervention or indeed a Dr. B intervention may help. Lots of love, Chris from Redditch. Okay, Dr. B. Um, bring the pain. Do we know what this might be? Just had to take me down, don't you, Rufus? Just had to (laughs) puncture my happiness, my smugness with this. Thank you, mate. (laughs) I am just watching you. I am just watching you writhe and flail on the floor. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> okay, so the hand tattoos, I can see why people say The Night of the Hunter, which is one of my favorite, all-time favorite films, Charles Lawton's only directorial film from 1955. Mm. But the reason I want to bring up not The Night of the Hunter from 55, which is a black and white film, but there was a TV movie remake of it, which was in color. I haven't I've I saw it ages ago when I first saw The Night of the Hunter. Um, obviously, it does not stack up to the original in any way, shape, or form. But perhaps that's it because the plot is essentially the same. The hand tattoos are there. It's still two children. They're being pursued by this by this killer con artist. Um, and I wonder if it's the if it's the lesser version, the TV remake of The Night of the Hunter that Chris is remembering. As opposed to, and that came out, I believe, in the early 90s. So possibly could be that. Maybe. Because I immediately went and to Cape not, Fear, you know. and But that's too obvious. Like, you'd, you'd remember a De Niro yeah, film, do you and, know what I mean? And I don't think that scene was in yeah, it. Yeah, and also there's there's no children there. No, no, that's right. Juliette Lewis is like, in a, you know, she's a teenager, she's 20 or something. Um, yeah. No, she's like 14 yeah, yeah. in that film. Oh, is she? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that film is oh, okay. a very creepy rewatch. <laughs> yeah, probably hasn't aged as well as uh, all of the Scorsese canon. Um, okay, well, look, there's, there's stuff, to be, uh, stuff to be mined and unearthed and researched uh, before um, Dr. K gets back. So thank you for all those. We have done our best. 